There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 36 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve and tonight we'll be discussing... Episode 11 of Season 2 of The Twelve Monkeys. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So first of all, Steve's prediction was a little bit wrong. Yeah, <laughs> just a little. That he thought we were going to be spending the last few episodes in 1957, but we were in 2044, and there was a heck of a lot of things happening, though. Oh, good lord, yes. Okay, so why don't you take us into Episode 11? All right, episode 11, Resurrection. In 2044, the temporal storms threaten to destroy the temporal facility. Ramsey and Rayleigh break free with Adler and Whitley's help. They mount a coup against Jones, hoping to use the time machine to travel to Titan and confront the witness. Cole recruits Deacon's help and persuades <laughs> Jennifer and the daughters to help him retake the time machine so he can go to 1957 and stop the final paradox. In the process, Jennifer is fatally shot and Deacon is wounded. Cole retrieves young Jennifer from 2016, and 2044 Jennifer tells her younger self that she will have a choice, to lead the daughters to Titan to battle the 12 monkeys, or to lead them to find refuge, hoping Cole will succeed in his mission. 2044 Jennifer says that she chose not to fight the 12 monkeys, but that 2016 Jennifer can make a different choice in her place. 2044 Jennifer dies, and 2016 Jennifer decides to go to Titan with Jones's group and the daughters. As the others evacuate the temporal facility, Cole splinters to 1957, and at the last minute, Rayleigh changes her mind about Titan and chooses to go to 1957 too. The temporal storms finally consume the temporal facility, killing Jones in 1957. Rayleigh reunites with Cole. Well, that's a lot of back and forth. <laughs> yeah. And I'm laughing, and I know you heard me laughing. I'm sorry. When you're like, 2016, Jennifer, 2044, Jennifer, 2016. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm glad you read this because I was confused as you were doing it because, like, yeah, this one bounced, and there was a lot of back and forth, but I loved it. I really did like this episode. It was very interesting because they weren't bouncing around through time. They were trying to avoid these temporal storms. And they realize that it's happening. You know, it's coming at them no matter what. So they can either go to Titan or Cole and Jones. It's like, we can go to 1957 and hope that you're right. So it was very split because you're at the end of it. So who's going to be right? Who's going to get this and stop this mess from happening? Is anybody going to be able to stop it? Right. So, wow. <laughs> and Deacon, I, you know what? I'm going to start with Deacon. I'm sorry. Okay, I know. that's fine. <laughs> we wondered what was happening to him since he was just, you know, kind of MIA. Right. After the last episode when he seen the storms coming, he decided to get totally shit-faced. Yeah. 
And I love that he's singing. <laughs> Don't you? Forget about me. <laughs> Can't even say it. Because he was just butt naked and drinking. And all I can think of is the breakfast club from this. Right. <laughs> I'm like, it's simple minds. But how how appropriate was this? Oh, it was perfect. Because if you're bouncing around, I mean, people were forgetting about other people. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so perfect with the, the splintering. Because Jones didn't remember people from earlier episodes. Cole has no idea who somebody is. Uh, Cassie doesn't. It's just, wow. It was just a perfect song for this. And I'm surprised it took them so long to use it. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's start with uh, Team Ramsey. Well, I just had to talk about Team Ramsey because that was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, yes, it was hilarious. But Cole actually started displaying some more leadership skills mm-hmm. by getting to Deacon and convincing him this was what needed to be done. Because, I mean, how how difficult is that? You've got a guy that is completely given up all hope and just wants to get drunk and die. Mm-hmm. And he finds a way, the right buttons to push to get him to come back to reality and say, you know, there is still something worth fighting for. And, of course, he has to push Cassie's button when he does come in after they've retaken the facility and basically throws it in her face that, oh, yeah, the only reason I did this was to get at you. Right. Because <laughs> you pushed me away. Uh-huh. Because, uh, you know, the last episode, we find out that they had a thing, a fling at least. Yeah, at least a one-night stand. Right. And I was kind of surprised because I thought maybe they had a different relationship where it was a little deeper until she's like, it was just the night, whatever. Right. I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's probably not the thing to say to the guy who, you know, was just recently a complete nutso. But hey, you know, I guess you're the doctor, so we'll go with what you think. Right. Now, who would have thought that Whitley would have been the one that basically allowed the coup to happen? I was really surprised when that happened. Yeah, because they had Adler locked up, Cassie locked up, Ramsey locked up. And then, yeah, just all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, this is who's who's letting them out. Who's this figure that's uh, letting them all out? Yeah, I was not expecting that. But at the same time, God, what happened? Something happened, and he's like, he tells Ramsey, if anything happens to Jones, you'll see how quick I change my mind. Right. I change sides. So <laughs> So I was I was a little surprised. It's like, okay, so he is still on Jones's side, but he thinks this is the best course of action? It, it seemed a little confusing with that. Right. So, I, I don't know. Well, I think he's very, you know, he made it sound like he was very similar, feeling very similar as Adler. Okay. You know, he he tells Katerina that, yes, everything she's tried has not fixed anything yet. And so it's time to try, you know, he wants to go on the offensive. Mm-hmm. The military finally took over. And uh, so that's why he's siding with, Team Ramsey. I was just so irritated because they're not thinking, okay, maybe this one last push could help. They're like, no, let's just go. Because Ramsey's telling Cassie, oh, well, he's got to be able to go back and forth and find a way 
to change this, so he must have a time machine. So we can use his and his intel and change everything. Right. Or what if they were just following, and, you know, it's like some old decrepit person laying there and just mumbling at this point, and it's the words that they had said up to, you know, all the way up until this that the monkeys are using to go back and forth through time. Right. I'm like, he may not have a time machine. Yeah. But, and I want to point this out, because I don't believe we touched on this last episode, because I don't remember if it was last episode or before that, where the man that was Jones's husband right. was helping the pallid man, but he doesn't know what he's doing. Right. And I'm assuming it was to make a time machine. So I guess after saying that, which, like I said, that was an episode or two ago, coming back to this, maybe they do have a time machine. But if they do, why didn't they, the messengers use that one? Right. <laughs> That's a very good question. Now I've gone cross-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would think that the messengers would have used his. Yeah. But if you remember right, when they first tested the machine, it was not working very well. Uh-huh. It wasn't until Katarina and her husband broke up and Hannah died that Katarina really got into the whole time machine part of the development. Uh-huh. So I have a feeling that there are certain things that Jones's machine can do that the Titan machine can't do. Okay. Because they were still, Mr. Jones was not quite as uh, good far. at it as I was going to say, not as far, far along, but okay. Oh, there's a lot, though. So and maybe. That may be why he wears the mask. Oh. See, I didn't think about that. Hmm. Very interesting. Things that you think of as you're talking it out. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Team Ramsey. I was angry at Team Ramsey. Mm-hmm. So angry that they would do this and give up the fight and willing to kill Cole if they had to. Right. And, and I, then Cassie turns right around and opens her mouth about Titan and basically tells Cole what the plan is. Right. I don't think she wants to push him and possibly kill him. Right, yeah. I think with her, it's just like, no, this is the better shot, even though she doesn't have a clue if it's really workable. Right. But it's like her way of getting revenge. And he actually says, it doesn't matter what you do. If you go and you kill the witness, it doesn't matter if you kill him, if you kill me, because you're going to be scared still because he got in your head and you don't know how to deal with that. Right. I'm like, whoa, that was deep. (laughs) Yes. And there was some slap downs between the two. Mm-hmm. Big time. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously by the end of the episode, because we said that Cassie decides to go with Cole. Yeah, which came out of nowhere. So maybe seeing everything, she realized, okay, this is something that has to be done. And Ramsey has a group of people that are helping him because Jennifer and the daughters are going to take him to Titan. Right. Without having to use the machine. And that was kind of funny, too, because Jennifer's like, I have a map with the yellow brick road right in here. (laughs) How does she know? Is it just because she's a primary that she's able to see the way it all happens? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the daughters were pretty freaked, and they were like yelling at old Jennifer, please, we have to get out of here. You can help us. And she's just like, this is just one of the many endings. 
and she was burning all her stuff. And yeah. I didn't understand why she was doing that. She didn't. Well, she knew that today was the day that she was supposed to die. Okay. Right. And she kind of had the feeling or knew basically that if it was going to happen in the facility, the only way they were going to survive is if Cole went back to get a younger Jennifer. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer didn't need, young Jennifer didn't need to see all the possessions of old Jennifer. Cause that might change her, her mind. Mind, yes. Uh, okay. Cause that was the whole key between making the decisions because old Jennifer had been with her daughters a whole lot longer. Mm-hmm. And it was more important to her to protect them where young Jennifer just got there. She doesn't have any emotional connections to the daughters. Mm-hmm. So it's much easier for her to make that decision to, yeah, let's go do this. Let's go on an adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was just weird because Ramsey seemed to be like, really okay with it all of a sudden like okay fine we'll do this instead of doing that and i don't know why he was okay with it like i said since he was so ready to shoot cole and then suddenly he's like no okay we'll do this way it's fine and i honestly didn't realize deacon had gotten hurt either in the the little accidental firefight right yeah hannah actually cuts him cuts his face oh right that's right because jennifer was saying something weird. Oh, because he's like, do you see something you like? And she's like, not yet. <laughs> and I, I, I forgot about that. So what mm-hmm. she likes him a little scarred up and, or his attitude changing somewhere in the future, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, this still could be the beginning of Deacon's hero's journey here. Mm. Yeah. Cause he goes with them, mm-hmm. which was good. Because the facility right there in the temple storms, not the best of things. No. Don't want to be left in the t- facility. No. Oh my gosh. I mean, you already talked about Team Ramsey kind of breaking out and getting, getting there. And I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, right. Ramsey decides to be kind of a douchebag <laughs> and he holds a gun to Jones. Right. And as Jones, like, this is the second time you've held a gun to me and she takes off her glasses she's like there won't be another time and she headbutted him oh my gosh that was amazing yes it was i think i cheered and i'm like yes yes that's what you get and i think everybody kind of snickered with that because like, oh absolutely you deserved it sorry mm-hmm. and i think this was what one of the fascinating parts of this episode was the cat and mouse game the two brothers are playing with each other and Cole and Ramsey. Mm-hmm. And Cole actually comes out on top when you think that there was absolutely no way he was going to, that Ramsey was going to win. Right. And I just love the way that, that played out in this episode. The banter between them when they're, they first meet and Cole knows what they're trying to do and he tells him they're going to stop, stop him and they decide not to shoot each other. And, Ramsey heads out saying good luck. <laughs> right. And I don't know. I thought Cole was going to shoot the other guy, you know, take one of them out. But he right. doesn't want to kill any of them. No. And <laughs> then later on, when after uh, Cole is able to get out, get to Jennifer, Whitley's 
looking out from the north mm-hmm. and doesn't see anything. And Ramsey goes, no, go look to the, from the south. And sure enough, they see Cole and the, the daughters coming. So it was like they, they knew what each other were thinking and how they would approach it. Which I thought was weird that he would just know that he would be coming that way. Coming uh, the opposite direction. Yeah. I don't know. They they worked together too long. They're able to know what's happening. Although yeah. Cole did not know quite as much about Ramsey as Ramsey seemed to know about Cole. Right. Because, you know, at one point he's like, okay, they're going to go for the generator and the power goes down. He's like, crap. Yeah. It's like too late. So, I don't know. I felt that... At that point, Ramsey had the upper hand. Right. Ramsey had the upper hand up until the very last second. He made him think that they were going through the the loading docks, mm-hmm. and they came up from above. They did the Batman walk up the wall. Yes. Which I did completely laugh with that one. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. He did not walk up the wall like that. <laughs> and then the way Hannah jumped down and landed on the uh, chair. That right. was a little Spider-Man-ish. I thought it was funny. It was great. I'm like, ah, superhero landing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the daughters, man, they are really badass. Oh, yeah. Just coming and taking over everything and, and getting Jennifer in there. And other Jennifer ends up in there with Cole. The back and forth that happens. And so Team Ramsey didn't seem quite as solid. I guess, as Team Cole. Right. Because Team Ramsey just wanted one thing, and Cole wanted what was best for everyone. Right. He was trying to save the world. Ramsey was out for revenge. Right. So that's why I was way more Team Cole than Team Ramsey. Oh, yeah. And apparently, after all, Rayleigh was too. Mm-hmm. Because she was right there with him, and I think that is something that is definitely going to be necessary for the next two episodes we have of this, right? Right. Oh, man, because I want to know what happens, because he's going back in time. Our other team is, in 2044, going over land. Right. Which, you know, they think is suicide, but Jennifer's able to get through the storm, so we'll see what happens. I don't know. It's so much with the back and forth. And this episode was great. And really, Emily Hampshire, I was tearing up. With oh the conversation God, that, that she awesome. had with herself. That was so good. That was amazing. And I'm like, who knew that talking to yourself would get so many people teared up? Yes. <laughs> she liked my tweet about that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. old her and young her and talking and oh, it was just so heartfelt. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have no more words for that, but it was something, it was something to be seen and I, recommend even watching that part again and seeing how different she is and how different she plays it. Even though she has like her crazy Jennifer brain, she is completely different each time in each time period that she's in, in each stream, I guess, you know, what she's able to remember. And so just these two coming together and having this talk, oh, it was heart wrenching. Yes, it was. Okay, I totally bounced all around this episode. <laughs> That's okay. I, I, mean, it. I mean, that was really the whole huge part of the scene. Mm-hmm. Now, the other big speech was 
when Cole does get to the daughters and goes in to see old Jennifer and she's basically tells him that I see it in your eyes. You're almost there. You're almost a leader and you're going to have to make a sacrifice for the good of the mission. And can you do it? That was hard because I assumed, of course, it was going to be Cassie dying. Yeah, it could be. But he asks her, is this the sacrifice you were talking about when she's the one who got shot? Right. But do you think that was the final sacrifice? No. Oh. No, I don't. Oh, no, don't say that. I don't expect a happy ending, but I expect, I don't know, Cole and Cassie to be together for a while, at least through season three. (laughs) (laughs) But who knows? I mean, she might end up dying and then that's what catapults everything we don't know i'm going to speculate yeah, we don't we don't have a clue yet i mean is <laughs> going to be wild yeah oh gosh okay yeah i really did jump around this episode like a lot a lot you had to now of course the other line that i thought was fascinating came from jones she tells Cole the worst thing about betrayal is it never comes from one's enemy. Oh my gosh, that was rough and that made me I mean, I'm assuming again that she's talking about Team Ramsey, but Well, this was before it happened. But this Cole asking her about Adler and Rayleigh and Jones and she says this and we find out Whitley has betrayed her. Right. But I'm thinking, does this mean something else? In the future. Right. I feel like these little puzzle pieces all fit together and you uh-huh. don't see it all till the very end. Right. And I think that was one one line that I'm keeping my eye on as being a possible future puzzle piece. The conversation with Jennifer and Cole about being a leader and making a sacrifice. And then, of course, at the end, when Cassie is reunited with Cole... And she tells him, I don't want to be afraid anymore. Mm, but there's I, I, there's something else that happened in 2044 that I was like, okay, what excited did you about. Key in on? Well, actually, it was towards the end when Jones, the temporal storm is coming through the facility. Right. And Jones is sucked into the storm. But right before, Hannah's on the other side of it. Right. And she calls her mother. Mother, right. And it makes me wonder, because she's now taking off after Jennifer and the daughters. Right. But she's still, she's going to be really ticked at Ramsey, because now her birth mother has been taken by the storm. So what is going to happen with Hannah and her rage when she finally catches up with Ramsey? Right. So I'm thinking that's a big thing. An issue as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. This episode. It was so good, though. Yes. They're staying in one time period. Right. It was an awesome episode. (laughs) And at least we get the time, you know, when Cole went back to 2016 immediately after he jumped out. So we get that from Jennifer. I was like, wow, you weren't kidding. You'd see me right soon. But, oh, yeah. In this facility, where's Deacon? Did he go with Team Ramsey? Yes. Okay. I don't remember seeing him pack up, but. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they were evacuating people, so at that point, anybody can be anywhere is how I'm looking at it. Right. Oh, my gosh. So much happened. So much. So many questions. 
not enough answers. That's usually how it happens with this. And with time travel, even though we didn't travel much. Yeah, Yeah, but to see, and how, I want to say awesome, but it's not. It How fitting a way for Katrina Jones to go out. Right. Standing there, basically holding the chair, (laughs) saying, yeah, come get me. I don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, they've already said the Temple Storms, they're not necessarily killing people she could have been shot somewhere else uh-huh so oh my gosh i don't know what's gonna happen and it's <laughs> exciting to know that we do definitely have a season three yes yes that even though they've cut it from 13 to 10 oh did they we'll take it yes oh i didn't know we're only that. getting 10 episodes next year but that's enough 10 episodes can work if they're done right and we got one heck of a showrunner in this in terry here right Love it. Yes. Okay. So anything else we need to touch on? Because this one was quick and all over. I don't think so. I mean, you had Cole versus Ramsey, Cole versus Rayleigh, Cole and Dinkin, Cole and Jennifer, (laughs) Jennifer and Jennifer, and then Cassie's decision at the end. It doesn't sound like there was a lot, but there was a lot in this episode. Yeah. Definitely enjoy it. Watch it more than once. Yes. I definitely plan on watching it <laughs> a couple more times to see if there's anything else I can pick out of it. All right. Well, if we, of course, ask you to rate and review us on all the platforms that you find us on because good ratings help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends. We really hope you're enjoying the podcast. We want to hear from everybody. You can find us over at www.fangirlzone.com. Our contact link has our Gmail, which is fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. We'd love to hear all of your theories, too. You know, we're this far in. You've been listening. You know Steve is all over the interwebs. You can find Steve and I, obviously, here on Sci-Fi Talk and over on Hollow Nine every so often. Steve has uh, some fun stuff happening there. I am over there with various shows. And con season, hopefully you'll be seeing Steve and I all around the country. I will be hitting Atlanta not too far in the future. And New York, Steve is hitting Basically everything in Texas. And Texas is like its own country. It's huge. Yes. <laughs> so we'd love to hear from you. We want to know if you guys are going to any of the cons, too. And anybody headed out to San Diego Comic-Con, first of all, I wish you luck. I know that Sci-Fi is going to be there, and they, I believe they mentioned they're bringing this panel. Yes. So make sure you catch that. All right. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. There are many endings, and the right one is the one you choose. Stop, you're going to make me cry. (laughs) Until next time, everyone.